Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. I've said I'm sorry a million times more than you have. Yeah, I'm a little volatile. That's beautiful. You want to know why? Because I just let you into a little bit of our story to know this. God's not looking for perfect people. He's looking for broken instruments that he can play perfect music through. And I just wish somebody would get that through their brain today, that he can play perfect music through you. And as he does that, I think what you'll see is that's what this whole point is about right here at the stage, is that these are a bunch of people that say, I need God's guidance. So parents, do you commit that you will try to lead your child in the ways of God all the days of your life? Will you hold true to his promises and do your best way to be a follower of Jesus yourself so that you can show him to your children. And we pray that you will take this very seriously and walk it out. So if everybody, if you'd um, just be in a heart of prayer, maybe you want to extend a hand in faith or maybe you just want to be in your seat um, and pray. But right now we're going to ask for heaven's blessing and guidance on each family here in the name of Jesus Christ as we dedicate every single child right now. Jesus, we thank you for the kids. God, we thank you for your heartbeat. You say, hey, bring the kids to me. Let them come to me. God, we ask for your blessing. From the very beginning, from Genesis, out the jump, God blessed them. And right now, we ask for that type of power. I'm talking regeneration power. That it's good that through all the times when there's difficulties, that you will lead them, you will guide them, you will protect them. You'll give them favor. You'll give them um, a crazy, um, like, like, uh, almost like a gravitational pull to the things of God all the days of their life, that they would have this sensitivity, this, this holiness about them that they'll, they'll be so captivated that even when they hear the words of heaven spoken as the Bible's open, they would, they would lean in. It's just something's different about them. Something's different. That something's different. That something is different. They are not of this world. God, we ask for health and protection and wisdom. God, we pray for divine revelation right now. Things that have never been written, that have never been spoken, that have never been even unlocked. That there'd be freedom, that people would be set free right now through the lives of these kids. Right now, in the name of Jesus, that type of power, power, heaven power, heroic. God, we pray for faith to rise up in the kids' lives like never before. That they have a deep, deep, deep connection to the church, to the marketplace, to everything you created. They would see it as good. This is their stomping grounds now. It's their playground. And they would do it unto the glory of God all the days of their lives. Jesus, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. God, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Jesus, thank you. Just feel your peace right now, God, on all the kids, that these are special, special, special kids. 
These are special, special, special families. This is not normal. Um, You've called them for such a day as this. And we can hear words like that, but this is not... um, this is not wordplay. This is a, a, a divine moment for them that, that each person is going to look back as a, a part of their story that will be used for all of eternity. So I pray today that you'll sear it, God. You'll cement this in, that this will be foundational to their family. This will be new chapters, new starts, freedom right now. And God, so we just right now say yes to all the things that you have for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on. Come on. Amen. Thank you, families. We're honored that you would spend City Life, uh, spend your day to dedicate your child here at City Life. You guys may be seated. Now, I want to call people uh, that are going to get baptized. You can go right behind the stage. And while we do baptisms, just here for a couple moments, we're going to sing some songs. And uh, I think there's somebody here that needs to get in the river. And here's what I mean is, man, Jesus died publicly. And all the people that followed him, it was, it was pretty much an instant decision. So those that were like, I got to go home and think about it. He's like, all right, let the dead bury the dead. We'll see you next time. And he wasn't so blunt and bold because he was trying to be rude or obnoxious, but because he knew what he was offering, new life and freedom. He was offering a family that was everlasting. He was offering something that could never be bought, but could only be caught and freedom. So today, I pray, as we think about Jesus that died publicly, that was beaten, humiliated, mocked, crucified, I pray today that you don't put something off that you know you need to go public with your commitment to Jesus and faith. And so a teaching on baptism, real quick, baptism does not save you. Jesus saves you. Faith saves you. But it's an outward display of what has taken place inwardly. You want to go rep the team now. And you want to identify with his, his death, his burial, resurrection, power coming new. That I'm dead in my sin. I'm no longer myself, but I'm coming new in Christ in rebirth, born again. And that's what baptism says. It says to the world, you can't have me. I'm Jesus's. It says I'm going public. I want to tell the whole world I'm Jesus's. I'm going to let them know I'm Jesus's. So I'm not the same. I'm not the same. I don't walk or talk the way I used to. And yeah, I might have hiccups along the way, but I'm not the same. I'm set free. And so... Uh, you're like, I don't have a towel today. Okay, we got one. I don't have a change of clothes. It's okay. We have uh, brand new Fruit of the Looms, like uh, sweatpants and shirts. We do. So we're going to pray and we're going to begin baptism. And if you feel you need to be back there, you need to get out these doors. You need to figure out a way and you need to get back over here. And I'm serious because, man, God don't play. And uh, I, just, I just hate watching people put off their commitment with God. I'll figure it out later. Right? Yeah. So just look. God wants to get in your life today. Jesus, we thank you for these lives that are being baptized. We celebrate new life just like the new kids. And this is a great time and a great moment. And we pray that you'll have your hand upon them as we go in power today. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right, we're getting in the river, y'all. So the worship team is just going to lead us or or just kind of sing some songs or something. Or uh, we're going to play a song or what did we decide? Video or? Okay. (laughs) I'll beatbox. Um. Awesome. Let's, let's get the party started. Boys, we're celebrating. Just watching you and cheering at this point.
little bit bananas. Like there's significance here. And I think as we were talking earlier today, um, Jesus had fun. How many of you like to have fun? Um, this is what Jesus just created. Right? God created us to have fun. And so for us to, to go bananas, like MSU won just barely last night, right? But like, what would we go bananas of new life? <laughs> new life. Come on. How much more significant is the old has gone, the new has come than us beating yes. Minnesota, right? How much more significant? You're lifting my load. You know, Josh, I was uh, feeling this real quick. I was feeling this um, center up. I think some people here are cheering for that, but they also need to remember what happened with them. So it's like hard to celebrate their win, right? Oh, yeah, they won. Did you realize what Jesus did for you? So today I'm going back to that moment, September 26th, uh, 22nd, 2002, when God showed up in my life. And so let's pray and let's sing like that. You lift my load. You lift my load again. You lift my load. Lifting my load again. You're lifting my load. You're lifting my load again. You're lifting my load. You're lifting my load again. You're lifting my load. You're lifting my load again. You're lifting my load. The new has come. We got a young little buddy, so we got to go all bananas. You ready? You ready? Here we go.
have your way. So come and have your way. So come and have your way. So come and have your Sing it out. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up today. There's an army rising up. To break every chain, break every chain. 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 I hear the chains falling. I hear the chains falling. I hear the chains falling. The old is gone and the new has come. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. To break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain.
That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you, crew. You guys are amazing. That's, that's cool, huh? That's really neat. Um, uh, we're we're going to transition, and I got an announcement for you, is don't do life alone. A life is better together. And I know we all know that, but we're all tempted to do life alone, and it's not that uh, adventurous. It's really not. And so uh, in America, we have this cool thing called houses. And um, some of us has bigger ones and some have small and some don't have any. But but it's really given us this freedom so we can build a bigger house so I don't have to talk to people. And in fact, even in the same home, you don't need to talk to somebody. But Jesus wanted you to be connected with people deeply. So even this term life groups, okay, is a little bit shallow for how much God wants of you. He doesn't want a group. He wants... Yes, you can. It's game time, baby. Let's go. Where's Rob G? My brother-in-law, Rossi's getting baptized. Today is the day. Come on, baby. Give it up for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, buddy. This is good. This is how it should be. So, okay, just like how Rossi just jumped in to uh, get baptized. Man, you need to jump into a group. And so here's your group options. All ages, you got men's group. These are in the app, so you can just open up the app. The app is City Life Lansing. You can click on which group you want to join, or you can fill this out in your Connect card. And so here's your nights you got. And if you notice, the women have multiple groups because guys, women are just always leading the way. They're always more faithful, listening more, compassionate, okay? And sorry, man, somebody, look, where's the guys group? We got a couple, though. We got a 6 a.m. on a Monday, and we got the Thursday at 6 p.m. And so you got the young adults, they're going to be hanging out, and you got um, the all ages up there, and you got the couples because you want to grow in relationship because it's real fun during the dating stage. What's your favorite color? What's everything? And once you start going past that next moment, right, honeymoon, 
You got to, you need, it's a, it's a process, but it's beautiful because that's how God wanted it. He wanted to get past the mask. He wanted you to get close so you could grow. That's what life groups allow you to do. So I hope that you would be adventurous as Rossi was to get baptized and today join a life group and just sign up for that right inside the app or also your connect card and you can hand that in the giving bucket or also the connect center in the hallway. If it's your first time here, we would love to meet you, get your information, stalk you and give you a free shirt. Um, we're going to take a time to give here today. And I'll tell you what, giving's been kind of, uh, it's really been on my heart right now because I've been passionately thinking about what does God want for 2018 for City Life? What's he want for 2019? Was it just to love the city week for $20,000 that we invest in people? Or is there a longer narrative that God cares more about a moment, but he cares about a movement? And is, does God love his church just for a day that he wants to uh, throw an event? Or does he love his church so much that he's coming back for her? And how could we be radically connected and be generous like Jesus is for what he's given us? And I'm thinking, okay, to position ourselves, like, where are we dreaming? What, is, what does staff look like? What does uh, facilities look like? And how do we disciple kids better? And all of these things is really, I'm, I was just impressed. Like, hey, I'm telling you one thing. You can have a vehicle but the octane and the gas and the engine will dictate how fast it gets there. And that's a lot of times like resources. You have a vision, but the pace of it is dictated by the resources. And so I would challenge you today, not to just give out of compulsion, but challenge you to think about how Jesus loves his bride. He loves his bride so much, he's coming back for her. The book of Revelation, he writes to churches. You got, you got church, 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 and he's talking to them all because he's coming back for them and he's trying to get them right because you got all this unique imagery and very unique things that get people, oh, what's happening, Jesus is coming back. I don't understand, he's coming back to judge. Wait, wait. The point, though, too, is he's trying to get his churches awake about his love story, and I'm telling you, because he loves his bride, he loves this thing called family. And so that's why we need each other, the rhythm of it. And one of the things that has always crippled us up, myself up, is how we spend our money. And we think, I got to get something in order to be connected to something. And I'm telling you, Jesus says this, you give something and you're connected to something greater than yourself that will last forever. That's how it works. In fact, it says where you put your money is, there your heart will be, and that's where your treasure is. And so your heart, you want your heart connected to something? Watch what you spend money on. For real. Period. The things that we're most excited about is whatever we spend money on. It's just how it happens. They're directly connected. Now, and what, be careful here just to preach for a second. You give the preacher the microphone. He does the giving. This is what happens. Preach for a second is this. A lot of times you think when you give, you're going to get something. God doesn't promise that you'll get anything. But what we're saying is we trust the one who will take us better than I could ever do on my own. So sometimes that does come with increase. Sometimes that comes with, you know what? He's holding things back because he's trying to refine your heart. And then watch what he does. I'm so happy he doesn't always answer prayers on my timeline. And so as you give today, I hope, pray, I hope and pray that it's just not you thinking that you're trying to get this um, get-rich-quick scheme, because God is not like that, but he radically pours out generosity on those that are generous. It's a blessing. It's a principle. So it's like an activation. You're starting to act like him. You treat people like he wants you to treat them, things start falling in line. It's just, it's, just, it's just the kingdom mindset. And so uh, here's the ways you can give, envelope, online, or text. And you can also do the giving through the app. Uh, if the giving team would come up front, we're going to respond. Um, somebody said one time, he said, how much would I pay if my own kid could be saved? 
And he goes, because they, they were a big supporter of our ministry, and um, they were supporting several hundred dollars a month to our ministry. And they said, well, how much would I pay for my kid? He goes, I'm not giving a lot, am I? I said, you're giving tons. You're doing great. And he's like, no, because if it was my kid, I'd give everything. And I remember thinking, wow, this is how, you know, when you're at the, the, the graduation ceremony and the kids go by, you're like, that's cool. It's cool. Where's mine? Where's mine? Where's mine? You know, where's my relative? And then you cheer for yours and God's cheering for every single one. I'm telling you, we activate things. I'm so grateful somebody kept the lights on that I got to hear the gospel. There's people that have been a part of my story that I'll never meet because 2002, they kept lights on at Mount Hope Church so I could sit in the top row of the balcony and hear the gospel. So I'm telling you, when you're giving, you're a part of the biggest movement this universe has ever seen. It's called the local church, setting people's lives free. I don't know. I get excited about that. I'm more excited about that than a bratwurst at a game. <laughs> um, bratwursts are good, though, but they're not better than this. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for your goodness today. Wow. Wow. I pray today that we would all be in faith we would have a heart for the house here locally and globally. Here locally and globally. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are the music makers. And we are the dreamers of dreams. The world is the canvas. It's all around. Our playground. We are those makers of music and the dreamers of dreams. Look inside, and what we find is beauty was there the whole time, and from the outside we feel it's broken, but from the inside there's hope. And the tapestry, look closely, there's different pigments by design intertwined. Art comforts the disturbed and disturbs the comfortable. Let's get uncomfortable. Let it out. Go. Though we are broken instruments, not able to stay in tune, he still plays perfect music with our lives. Jesus, thank you. This series, Broken Instruments, has been a anthem, if you will, to say that God takes our broken lives and he plays perfect music through them. And we have also tried to connect people to understanding that God, he's interested not in just church services, but he's interested in everything everywhere. Not only did he create everyone, he created everything. And so there he cares about art, he cares about expression, he cares about music, and he cares deeply. It's his. And so we've been featuring some artists that have um, been cutting edge and, and hoping to show the body, us as believers, to not think that, okay, I go to church and then I go to work and then I got my family and then I got my hobbies. When really, if you understand a gospel-centered perspective, a good news, God wants to affect everything. You need the good news to permeate every area of your life. And so therefore, you'll do it in a way that you want to point to someone to show the glory of God in everything you do. So we got a few artists with us here this morning. And as we uh, wrap this up, um, we're grateful for the people being baptized. want to respect your time. So I want to highlight a few of them uh, briefly here. We got Noah, if you come up to the front from LS and SMG. We got Kayla Upshaw. Where's she at? Come up to the front photography, and then we have Dennis Preston right here, already at the front. Come on. Now you're, you're, you can keep drawing. You're, 
Yeah, I know you. That'd be sweet. It's a, he keep drawing. He's drawing about the services. So I am going to, for, for time's sake, just bring you guys the microphone and you get to highlight um, something that, that, that is one thing that we recognize about your, that makes you different. That makes your organization different and why, why that God has, uh, I guess, inspired you to do that. And um, I, was, would lo- I would love for them to hear. I heard it at the 10 o'clock. So I'm excited. But Noah, would you share first? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so um, we launched a clothing line called LNSNG um, back in April of this year. Um, and uh, it's an urban style clothing line that we wanted to create um, that was really geared towards the city of Lansing, um, where I grew up in my whole life. Um, and uh, the whole heart behind it was um, to just bring some positivity um, kind of behind the city um, in a way that God created me to. Um, and uh, I believe um, that he's using me for um, um, his glory um, in, in clothing. Like, you, you often don't see that um, a ton. And um, so we wanted to, to create um, a clothing line to get people excited and inspired um, about the city that they live in. So <laughs> so good. Yeah, you normally don't think that. if. If you, if you had to be overly religious and super conservative for a second, you think clothing line, somebody wants to create it, and the first thing you want to give them is do's and don'ts, right? Oh, make sure it doesn't show anything skimpy, you know, right? Or just whatever. But, but that, if you flow out of fear, you're going to be in trouble all the time. But if you're flowing out of how God made you in that confident uh, mentality, I think that you'll start to see the setting appropriately of how God wanted you to, and you're not afraid of it, but you can then type of mold it. And so we, we give kudos and shout outs to LNSNG. They're in the hallway, uh, buy all their clothing today because we want to tangibly connect the story of God and his church to what he's doing throughout the city. Kayla, you started photography, jumped out of the boat. Come on now, tell us a little bit about it. Okay, so um, my passion for photography, I think it's a little different because I'm about living in the moment. Um, as cliche as that quote can be, I feel like you know we all have stresses of each day. And um, with my photography, I like to come to where you're at, kind of like how Jesus came to where I was at, you know. Um, so I like to capture people living in the moments. For example, if you know you want family portraits done, I want to come to a family gathering of yours and take photos of you and your family together being. You know, I don't really want to stage you. I can do that for you, but I'm about you know capturing you, enjoying yourself, so you can look at a photo and be like, God bless me with this moment. So, Gia, pictures worth a thousand words. It tells a story. Jesus, the message translation says, it, the word became flesh and moved into the neighborhood. So Jesus comes right to where we're at. He shows up right at our home, and you're taking pictures of that and capturing that. So thank you. Um, Dennis has drawn something so cool. Maybe, I think you just, you just sharing about this may say everything about you and what you do, because you capture moments better than a few people I've met. Um, and I know you're not comparing anybody, but, but you seem to really, really capture things that are so prophetic and heroic. And uh, maybe you share about what you do and then why this. Okay, what I do, you mean for a living? Ah, oh, sure. Uh, why God, why God uh, called you to do art? Oh, okay, well, I do artwork for a living. It's my job, but what I explained earlier, earlier in the earlier service here, um, that God showed me more of a purpose, what to do with my work, other than making a living, and it was in 1975 out in Kansas City. It was a conference, and the conference had to 
be uh, it was it was based on raising pastors and shepherds and stuff like that but the but the word that God gave me at this conference was that he wanted to use my artwork as an outreach tool and as something to bless his family and I knew more then why I had that gift you know other than you know using it to make a living so um Jerome invited me to come and you know just draw anything that was coming to mind you know for this service and God gave me this vision I don't know the complete um I don't I don't you know sometimes people will get a word and somebody will get like a uh, what do you call it come on what is it uh, what there you go yep um old guy forgetting stuff anyways this i kind of i can guess what this means and this is i worked on it this morning and i you know i think it's finished i could go overboard with the shading but i think right now i think it's going to work like it is um but i did this drawing because i believe this is what god wanted me to draw for this church so there's there's meaning here Probably somebody out here has it. Maybe Jerome has it. But this is what I did for you guys. I know it's kind of hard to see from back there. But what it is is God's hand coming down and touching a heart that's in the city. And it's like changing from darkness into light. And there's like lightning kind of shooting off from the heart as it goes up um so i don't know there might be more than one interpretation for it too you know but that basically that's you know what he was showing me to draw today for you guys so and i told jerome he could make copies so <laughs> he did um i'm a little choked up because this this has a few layers instantly. Like God just speaks to speaks sometimes bold and intense to me because I'm, I think he has to get my attention. But the, the fact that this heart is in between downtown and then the neighborhoods, um, when we launched City Life, one of the things we said was we, we felt like we were a bridge between the city of downtown, you know, of, it said Proverbs 22, two, where the rich and poor meet together, the Lord is the maker of them all. And so money is typically downtown, and then the neighborhoods are just on the outskirts, and there's no connection typically, but it's the love of God that will connect them, and that's why we launched Love the City before we launched City Life. And so this is prophetic in so many ways, and I'll just share that one, that, that one right now, um, but the fact that it's in between the neighborhood and in between, right in the center of everything is um, more on point than I can even describe today. Stuff we're praying about for next year. Uh, and for the vision uh, Sunday of next year and so many things because, man, God is writing a story. You guys, he's writing a story. We get to be a part of this. I mean, he's writing a story through so many people and when his teams align and just, oh, they jump in, it's great things. So I want to leave you with this thought. Genesis one twenty six. You got to get this. This is for you. This is your sermon on steroids. You got four minutes. Are you in? Four minutes. Then God said, look, are you in? Let's go. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion 
over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock. I mean, if you think your job description listed at work, give some detail. Here's, job, here's the job description of a heaven for every single person. And over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So in other words, God said, you know what? You're an artist. You're going to draw. You're going to take pictures. You're going to make clothes. You're going to build buildings. You're going to do general labor. You're going to dig holes. You're going to find yourself in this playground of this land, and you're going to have to move and operate in it. And here's where it gets a little tricky, because God gave us a job description. He made us in his image, and then we get it distorted, and that's where sin entered the world. Satan says, did God really say? And then he shows us a decoy. Three nuggets you've got to get out of this passage is this. You got to understand that you need to increase your confidence level. Here's how and why. If you're made in the image of God, you're not a phony. If you're made in the image of God, if I came and I checked, maybe is your ring, I, we could find out if someone's rocking the real thing or someone's not. We could test it. Maybe if I looked at your clothes, I could find out if it was, you know, a flea market or if it's the real deal. But I'm gonna tell you this, every single one of you, if I pinch you, get your clothes, talk to you real, I look into the eyes of you, you're made in the image of God. I believe we're not confident enough, for real. Like, I believe that. I know I'm not confident enough. I'm a king's kid. That you are a king's kid. Property of heaven. Seriously. That you're branded with that. If I, if I, if I asked you what, what uh, state is your license from and you pulled it out, you wouldn't question what state it's from. You'd be like, oh, yeah, of course. It's sure as day. I'm from Michigan. That's my Michigan license. Be all the time. Yeah. Yeah, God, I know. I know. Wait, he's like, look up. Get up. Get up. Remember your original design. And then here, secondly, you might not like this one, but this is so true for all of us. He gives us responsibility. He says, I want you to take dominion over things. You have to be responsible. Now, if you work this backwards, you start to think I have to be responsible to get confident with God. Absolutely not. You're confident with God because of Jesus Christ alone. So he restores the Genesis narrative. But then you have responsibility to rule and take dominion and dominate, to expand and dominate over this place that he's given you. And you could say, well, what place? Because if I compare our stories, I can start to say, well, here's what Aaron does, or here's what Jerome does, and, and here's what uh, you know, somebody else is doing. Noah's got a clothing line. I'm not like that, but here's where you got to come in. You have to focus if you want to know how to play perfect music as a broken instrument for God. You just let him play, and you focus on your zone, your playground, your life, because you can't affect somebody else's livestock. you got to affect the livestock that God's given you. You can't affect somebody else's territory. What's the territory God's given you? And you do that in a way that you want people to see that God is good in his nature, in his power, in his goodness. So there isn't an area in your life that God doesn't care about. Your job, he cares. Your relationship, he cares. Your clothing line, he cares. Your music taste, he cares. How can you focus and make it a playground that God intended you for as opposed to it becoming a distraction with things that lead you astray? And now you're struggling. You're not as confident because you haven't ruled and taken responsibility. And I inject myself in there. That's what happens when I do the same thing. It's we. We all get messed up. That's the beauty of the gospel. It starts to recalibrate and clarify and give us the lens to look through and for of how to effectively get back to putting things in their proper order. We do it unto God. All things unto God. 
And the church said, amen, right? I want to pray for you guys this morning and myself, all of us. Jesus, thank you for this body. I pray that our confidence, our nest meter would get up, just like uh, Owen Wilson says in You, Me, and Dupree. Get your nests up. You got to get your nests up. I pray that each person's nests up would just come up right now, confident, because they're made in the image of God. And that we would embrace the responsibility that you said, okay, we have to take dominion, but not rule out of like abuse, but in a way that's loving, that it's yours, God. And that's what dominating would look like, a life submitted to Jesus. And then lastly, God, I pray for all of our focus, that we would not focus on what we don't have or what we can't do or the tree we can't eat from, but we would see all the good gifts that God has given us. Everything, the relationships, the workplace, the life. I mean, all the parents here represented to take care of these children. Late nights will be hard. The responsibility is real. Sometimes we want to check out. Sometimes I want to check out the responsibility of being a dad and responsibilities of being a pastor, but it is such a privilege and an honor, God. And I pray that all of us will be more confident in our responsibilities and focus today. In Jesus Christ's name, play perfect music through us, God, as broken instruments that you want to use. And we thank you for that. Amen. Amen. Come on. Today is good. It's a brand new service. We celebrate new life. Next week, we'll see you here, 10 and 1130. Sign up for a life group. And that's it. Love you. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city, one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelansing.com. You belong here.